Jersey Shore season two, episode three, creepin'. Um, I'm kind of excited to talk about this episode. It's been a been a couple of weeks. I remember liking it when I watched it, but also when I watched it, I was high, and I am on a little bit of a sabbatical from my friend Mary Jane. Oh. So we'll see if I'm actually funny today. Because I don't know if I'm, well, I don't know if I am without the without the stuff. Wonderful news, Anthony. Um, I am high enough for the both of us um, because I am uh, self medicating my way through uh, <laughs> through a very dark time in my employment life. Um, what I do, speaking of drug addictions. Uh, this episode, it becomes very, very clear that Ronnie is on cocaine. And I don't know if you noticed it, but there's like comments that you can hear them. You can practically hear them tap dancing around using the words cocaine. Like several cast members have said, uh, Lately, when Ron drinks, he's not the same person anymore. When he drinks, he's a different person now. And then, what was the other one? Um, Where they just, it's so, when it comes up, I'll point it out. But yeah, yeah, it it becomes very clear that he is on cocaine and um, everyone's tap dancing around it. And you'll see, like, the first time they go out to the club in this episode, everyone comes home, they're, like, tipsy, and Ron is, like, stumbling and giggling and rolling around on the ground. And I'm like, that's not just alcohol. <laughs> like, I don't I will, know what that is, but that is not just booze. I will say that uh, cocaine was the ultimate boogeyman for the longest time where everyone was like, no, I would never do it. Yeah. I wouldn't even look at it. Uh, no, I would, I would decide, I would disown my own child for it. And then you go out and you just realize that everyone, everyone, yep. absolutely everyone, the biggest nerd you've ever met, the Ivy league kid, the, the jock, there's uh, all, all walks of life. Everyone was, was dipping their nose in the, in the powder. And I'm such, like, all my friends, when they were doing it during this time, um, they kept it a secret from me, and I guess because they thought, like, I would judge them or whatever, which I don't really give a fuck. I'm not a judgmental person. Um, But maybe they just sensed I was so naive, because I remember, you know, waiting in line for the restroom at a bar, and these girls saying, oh, do you want to go ahead of us? We were just going to brush our hair. And I said, oh, actually, that's I was going to go in there to fix my hair as well. And they're like, okay, let's all go in together and fix our hair. And we get in the bathroom. I feel like I've told this on the podcast before now that I'm saying it. But we get in the bathroom to brush our hair, and they start, like, cutting lines. And I've got, like, a hairbrush in my hand. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I misunderstood. But, yeah, it used to be this, like, super hush-hush thing, and I think now there's just, like, not as much judgment. Now that it's all fentanyl, you don't have to be ashamed of doing coke because you're not Or you're only, you're only ashamed for a little bit of time, and then you just... Yeah. Oh, just, 
Yeah, a little bit of shame. So it starts with the continuation of the fight from last week where Angelina's super drunk and she's slapping um, Pauly D. But now they're going to their job assignment, which is working at a gelato shop. And Jenny's upset because her shirt hides her breasts. And she would prefer it if the girls could breathe. Those are really big earrings. It's int- I think it may be because the shirt was covering her breasts that I noticed her earrings, but they're very uh, big pink hoop earrings. Yes. Yeah. They're big plastic hoop earrings that almost look like 80s bangle bracelets. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I later we'll see Sammy working at the gelato shop and she keeps touching her hair. Like she's like, oh, like brushing it out of her face while being like, I don't know, how do I scoop? And I'm like, as like a, a food service person, I'm just screaming, stop touching your hair. You can't touch your fucking hair, and then someone's ice cream cone, you stupid bitch. Um, but, you know, you can't make everyone a professional. You just can't. But Gee. I wouldn't want Sammy making my ice cream. Oh, that sandwich looks good. We're still in uh, plaid short era, too. Uh, I yeah. think it's Vinny's in very long plaid shorts. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's tough. It, it did. The big plaid had a vice grip on America for about six years. Dude, it did because it was cool. The ska kids liked the baggy plaid slacks and shorts. But also, the hip hoppers liked it because everyone wanted to be a little Fonsworth Bentley. And then the fucking frat douche guys wore it at big plaid was up in it and then all the um avril lavigne skater girls they were into it it was just it had us by the balls it was the cocaine yeah. of the fashion industry <laughs> oh it was these fucking sunglasses they're all just sitting inside wearing these giant scott storch sunglasses it kills me i was at a bar the other day and there was a dude inside sports bar on a Sunday afternoon in a strip mall. It was dead. I was there because I have a problem. And there was a dude <laughs> inside who had sunglasses on. He was there with, like, three of his friends watching Sunday night football at, like, five in the afternoon. And, like, sunglasses Scott on. Scott Storchin? Big old sunglasses. Wouldn't take them off. It was a dark, like, dingy dive bar what in a strip mall. What is the point? What is the point? He's not at a club. Like, and even at a club, no. I, I never understood it. But, like, I understood it so much less. Yeah. The only reason to be doing what Angelina is doing right now is if you just had LASIK. That's the only reason I understand this look. Also, she's apologizing to Polly D by saying, I don't remember what happened, yada, yada. And I got drunk because I feel lonely and this and that. But she never says, I'm sorry for being an asshole to you. She mm-hmm. just says, I'm sorry, I'm lonely. Let's make this about me more. Uh, but textbook. she does have her big cross. <laughs> they don't, yeah. Uh, uh, some people, you'll realize, just never apologize for anything. And that's, that's yep. a very fun realization when it's like, oh, cool, you've literally never apologized for anything that's ever happened. To me, yep. around me, not involving me at all. You just, there is nothing, you've never accepted actual real life blame for a single thing in your life. That is, like, the situation that I have. My current manager is, like, is a clinical narcissist. 
I'm not just saying that to, you know, throw words around. Like, yeah, very clear. Is he gaslighting you? This, yeah, no. <laughs> this bitch is fucking DSMing it up. And um, she basically did a lot of really unprofessional things to me. And when I spoke out and said that was wrong, she, like, came at me, surprised me as I was closing the studio to kind of say well, you've said bad things about me behind my back. And I'm like, I'll say them to your face. You did this. It was unprofessional. And then it just was, well, this, well, that, well, this, all these excuses. And I said, but this happened. You did this. This happened. And she goes, well, maybe I just didn't because of this. Like, just so many excuses. And then I just try, I tried to play nice because I need my paycheck or whatever, but I... It was the most frustrating thing in the world because I'm like, oh, you're used to just, you're tall and you are a bitch, so you're used to people not standing up to you. But, like, I have a near photographic memory when it comes to conversations if I am paying attention. So it just drives me nuts when people try to deny that they said or did things they said or did. Because I'm like, I, number one, half this shit is through text I have receipts. Number two, everything that happened verbally, I could write a script out of it. I'm like a court reporter. So I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. You should just probably apologize because you did what you did. You're in, you're in better better shape mentally than I am in that regard. I, <laughs> well. I could be convinced I said almost anything. There are a couple of words that I probably haven't said. But outside yeah. of that, if you leave those words out, I can be t- easily spun into being like, I'm so sorry for disrespecting uh, you and your yeah like like I can you're I'm, one of those yeah I'm I'm an I, I don't I don't pay attention to anything I say ever at all so yeah mm-hmm. it's fun it's well, great life I mean I do say a lot of stuff I'm not paying attention to but if someone's speaking to me and I'm listening I it's in a lockbox <laughs> and uh, and it's so funny because it actually that whole thing kind of comes up later where they try to get Angelina to make up with the girls, and Snooki does say, hey, I just, I what we need, you keep denying you talked shit about us between seasons, just admit that you talked shit about us, and we can move on. And Angelina finally does. She's like, you know what, whatever you think I said, I probably said it, I probably said worse, I'm sorry, that was wrong of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they make up, temporarily. Um... So, and then, uh, you know, lots of Ron and Sam drama this episode. Who is on the bed? Is that Angelina? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And even though she's been a total nightmare, because Polly D and Sitch were kind of cool with her, and she then got wasted and lashed out at them. And they're like, well, we were the only people in the house that were supporting you, and what the fuck, but they still feel bad for her. Like, they want to make it better. Mm-hmm. Which, it, especially because, like, you know, now when they film Family Vacation, they film for, like, ten days. But these early seasons, they would be filming for three, four months. Like, you can't have bad blood with someone you share a house with for months. Right. That, um, what's... Okay, now I'm not going to ask. I'm going to tell. That's the worst direction that you could possibly wear your hat in how such has it in right now. If you're if you're yeah. talking about the full hundred three hundred and sixty degrees of how a hat can be placed, I think uh-huh. backwards tilted is is really tough. The worst? 
I think it's the worst. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. He's wearing, like, an affliction hat that looks like he got it from a truck stop. Yeah. And it's backwards, sideways tilted. It's not great. Um, I think those were Jenny's boots we just saw, which were, like, some of the most 2000 boots ever. They were a pointy-toed stiletto boot, knee-high boot, but it was when it was, like, they're suede and it's, like, scrunchy like a scrunch stiletto and then it had chains on the outside <laughs> um and Snooki has the tallest poof she's taller than ronnie with her hair and she's wearing like a leopard dress and then Vinny's like oh snook's looking old school oh it's looking good i never thought i'd say that whatever he's getting all horned up for snook and her i mean she looks like a cartoon character of a mob wife does she have real boobs Snooky? Yeah. I think at this point, yes. Season two. You know who doesn't yeah. is Jenny. Jenny. No, because they're poking me in the eye. Yeah. She's got like one of those, I don't know, it's like a drapey handkerchief top. And she's like a very disco. It's very Studio 54. And then she's got the double-sided tape to keep it from like swinging. But her tits look, oh my God. Could, sorry, I got to tell you a story about saggy tits. Um... It's, it's on brand. It's on okay. brand. All right. So as long as, I, long as it's not out of school. Uh, I'm not going to talk out of class. So I don't have gorgeous boltons like Jenny. Um, I've got, you know, middle-aged, used-to-be, plus-sized, melted uh, gelato um, tits. And I went to get spray tanned the other day, and the, the like, robot tube I was in broke halfway through, so I wasn't going to put all my clothes back on. I just put my sweatpants and, like, my overshirt back on, which was a denim Oxford. And I shoved my shoes and stuff back into my backpack. And I go out in the, uh, uh, like, to get the people and say, hey, my machine froze. And they go, oh, okay, you're just going to have to wait a couple minutes for the other one to open up. Well, at the same time I arrived, a clown car full of hot college teenagers rolled up, like, Hot, hot, hot bitches. And there I am in my little hairnet that you wear when you get a spray tan and um, barefoot sweatpants. And then I see one of them look down like my cleavage and like back up. And I realized I'd only put one button of my shirt back on. So you could basically see my entire tits. And um, this girl got to see what will happen to her um, if gravity has its and I was like, I was like, man. And it was, I was standing there and they kept coming out and being like, sorry, it'll be just a few more minutes. I'm like, no, just really having the proudest moment of my life here in my hairnet and my bare feet, um, showing college girls what gravity does. So they, it, those girls. That it does the spray tan machine, does it scan, like go like top to bottom or something? Yeah. So are you like, like ice cream cone, like reverse ice this, cream cone or something? I'm having a very bad time, Anthony. Okay. Uh, before I left for my trip a week and a half ago, I went to this place, and it sprayed me, and it ended up... The, you can't tell right away. It develops over time. Like, it takes six hours to develop. And then I realized I'm splotchy. Like, I've got tan spots and white spots. And I thought I did something wrong. Like, I didn't... Because you have to stand one way, and it sprays down, and then it tells you to turn, and it sprays, and whatever. So I go back the next day, and they put me in the same machine. 
and it sprays me, and that's when I realize the machine is spraying wrong. So now I'm, I'm double-coated in the areas it hit, and then other areas have zero-coating. Mm -hmm. And so they sent me to another machine, but that I still was all splotchy because some areas had three coats and other areas <laughs> had one. Right. So I look like I have vitiligo, and um, I survived my vacation. Uh, I was with a bunch of gay dudes, so they had a lot of fun laughing at that. And um, I come back, and I go, okay, let's get this. I'm going to get this. And then this is where that happens. And I also happen to have, like, my hairnet pulled down too low. So I also have a white stripe across my forehead right now. And I could just go to a better place. It's just this place is really cheap. And initially it was good. It's just this one booth, booth number nine keeps... I'm never going in number nine again. I, I was going to say, is it, is it that cheap if you have to do it four times, though? Is, no. is it is it a quarter the price of another spray tan place? Well, I just, from now on, I'm going to say, they uh, put me in booth eight. I'm only going in eight. <laughs> it is $59 a month for unlimited. And if you, um, you know, go every other day, it's a pretty good deal. But also, if you look like an idiot and you show your floppy knockers to a bunch of 21-year-olds, what have we gained? I don't know. Perspective. So, first, that is, we did gain perspective. So, they're at the club, and I think, like, the Angelinas and the Jennies and stuff all went home, and Ron and Snooky are still there with Polly D, and I think Situation. Yeah. And Ron is creeping up on other girls, and, like, and Snooky goes, hey, like, you have to tell Sam about this. You can't be doing this. And he gets real in her face about it. Uh, and eventually he ends up shoving her out of the way. But it's oh, very weird that... I just read, you need to have a line. And I was like, are they... Go are, they're not hinting. They're saying. They're <gasps> I think I think it's is saying... I think it's like a, a, you need to have like a line not to cross. I think it's like a proverbial. Line. Yeah, but I can't, now I can't, I remember they said that like you need to have a line and not cross it. But then I did see in Reddit, someone thought that it was like edited in and really what she was saying was you need to have a line to like wake up. Yeah. Pull it, like go do a line. Uh, Ronnie's shirt is something. I keep thinking it's Che Guevara. Is that how you pronounce it? Oh that? yeah, on the back Ooh. shoulder. Doesn't it look like that, but in rhinestones? Yep. Very weird. It's very weird. Um, also, I noticed in this episode that in the year of our Lord, I think 2009, when this was being made, um, that women still had square tip French manicures, which is so Tanya Harding. Mm. I hate a square tip French manicure, but these, uh, these ladies still had them. That used to be, like, the only style of nail that I would have understood. Like, for a very right? long time, I feel like that was the only nail style I had seen. Um, I'm not very, I'm not very, I don't notice nails and stuff like that very often. Uh, but I did know a French manicure, and I just assumed everybody got them. I thought you could just go to the nail salon and get one style. That kind of was what it was. Either you had your natural nails, or you had a French, a square tip French manicure, and then I knew about, like, the nail art and stuff, because I grew up in the Detroit suburbs, so, like, nail art is, was definitely a thing amongst that community. And, um, but I thought that, when I heard the term blowjob, I thought that it meant when you got your, like, nail art done, like, because it was, like, airbrushed, 
I literally thought that's what a blow, when I would hear blowjob, like, it'd be like, oh, she gives blowjobs, and I thought it meant, like, she does nails. I literally. The term, they should just get rid of the term blowjob in general. There is no blowing. Yeah. It is a suck job. No. It is always been it a suck job. It is a job. suck job. Yeah, why do they call it a blowjob? There's so many other things. A blowjob could be for a for a haircut. You could go get a yeah, blowjob, like and that makes a lot more sense than putting a penis then, in your mouth. Yeah, because if you blow up the pee hole, I mean, I don't, I don't think much happens. Or you know, you're just gonna. What are you gonna do? Inflate him like a balloon? I don't know if that's how that works. But also, I, I mean, know. we shouldn't have even had this hypothetical in the first place. I blame Big Blowjob for this. I do. I blame Big Blowjob. So Snooki comes home, and Vinny is passed out on their giant love sack bean bag, and Snooki wants to call her boyfriend, which the phone is right next to the love sack, and so she's like cuddled up next to Vinny, calling her boyfriend, and she's so drunk, and her and Vinny are just like giggling like idiots. Do, it's do we have? Very confusing. Did we just have areola slip? Who Snooki? Yeah. I mean, maybe. She's got some... If those are natural, they're really big for someone so small. Oh, and she knocks oh. over the table, and then Vinny um, pulls the table back up, and then she hangs up on her boyfriend. There's, like, a duck, and he puts it on top of the phone because they think he's used to hanging up the duck phone. <laughs> but they're, like, stupid drunk. Like, st- I don't even... I'm sure I've been this drunk before, like, undoubtedly, but I can't even really remember what it feels like to be this drunk. I, like, and I've, I've, like, crashed at, like, a dude's house and gotten lost on the way to the bathroom in a two-bedroom, one-bath house. Like, I have been that drunk, but I can't, like, viscerally really feel what that was like. I don't, they don't even know where they are. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever really, I don't really get, like, giggle loopy drunk. I go from, like, yeah. all right to, like, just real fucked up. Like, very, very yeah. quickly. But I'm never, like, it's never happy fun times. It's never, like, oh, let's crawl into bed. It's, like, no, I'm going to violently throw up for the next 45 minutes with my head pressed against the toilet bowl. And then I'm going to shower, and then I'm going to crawl into bed and moan in pain. Like, that, that's, yeah, they, that's, most of my, that's most of my drug experiences now. Yeah, they're, like, pillow fight drunk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and when they crawled into bed, he's like, because he begged her to get into his bed. He said, come to bed with me. I won't touch you. I just need company, whatever. And then they lay and they get all comfortable in bed. And then Snooky says, want to fuck? And he says, sure. But, like, I don't know if they did fuck because they seemed way too wasted to do anything about it. Yeah. There might have been a lot of mashed potato hot dog jamming yeah. against Yeah, I... One of my favorite stories my friend told me once is they had a party at their house and she went to bed. Her husband stayed up talking to his idiot friends or whatever. And she was in the bedroom texting him, like, come to bed. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do that. Get rid of your friends. I'm going to do. And by the time he finally got everyone out the door and got into the bedroom, she was just throwing up in a bucket, (laughs) like throwing up in a trash can. Um, and I feel like that's how drunk they they were, where it's like, you want to fuck? Yeah, let's fuck. And then it's just like, bleh. Have we met, have we met Snooki's boyfriend yet? This guy, Emilio? Uh, I don't think so. 
Maybe I he's can't, new. I, if we have, I don't remember. Because I think oh, she was. Ronnie, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go. No, Ron, Ronnie crawled into bed with Sam when he got home from like grinding up on all those chicks. Look, Jenny cut her work shirt so her girls could breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she did. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Because, like, Ronnie, after he pushed Snooki, they had to carry him out of the club, which was easy because he is a tiny person. Right. Um, but, yeah, most of this episode is, like, them going, should we tell Sam? Do we tell Sam? Sam needs to know, but they're both our friends. Like, what do we do? And this is the worst. I get so fucking mad when I am informed of shit that is, like, none of my fucking business. And then I'm burdened with, like, like, I found out one of my coworkers was cheating on his wife with this lady. And um, someone told me about it. And I got so upset because I was like, I don't want to know. Because now I, I feel bad. I didn't do anything wrong. I have nothing to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. I feel fucking bad. And then... Literally the next shift I worked, I had never met this coworker's wife before. Literally the next shef- shift I worked, she came in and sat down at the bar, and was like, "Oh hey," and I go, "What can I get for you?" And she goes, "Oh nothing. I'm just stop by, stopping by to see so and so. I'm his wife." And I'm like, "Like I, like I felt so guilty. I wanted to throw up. Mm-hmm. Like don't if you are doing dirty shit, do not fucking let me know." I'm not going to rat you out. I just don't want to be burdened with... I love... You know what I love? I love shit that is none of my business. Love it. I I also love shit that's none of my business, but I, I fall in the exact opposite category. I Tell me. Give it all. Oh, I don't care. Really? I, it, it doesn't need to involve me at all. I love information. Well, listen. If it is, like, super removed and I'm not going to meet the parties involved, then yes. So, like, I have a really good friend who lives out of state, and she lives in a small town. And so every so often, she'll she'll send me a voice memo that's like, oh, my God, girl, I just went to this bachelorette party, but let me tell you this about the bride. And this, because I'm never going to see those people. Right. I cannot handle knowing people's dirt who I'm going to have to look in the eye. Um not great for me. Also, Ronnie and Sam worked a shift at the gelato shop and now they're back together and they're like kissing while she's cutting kiwis. So not only does she touch her hair a bunch while handling ice cream cones, she's fucking cutting kiwis and he's kissing her and for some reason there's a giant jar of mayonnaise on the cutting board next to the kiwis. I did not see the mayonnaise. It's the service industry in me where I'm like, what is that? Why? Where is the cross-contamination? Why is that there? It must be shelf-stable. Otherwise, it should be in the walk-in. Behind. Behind. (laughs) Oh, oh, and this is good. So the boys are having an MVP night. You can tell their graffiti in the phone room changed from the episode before or from the last time from the phone call. It's totally different board graffiti. Um, but they're having a Mike, Vinny, Pauly night, so MVP, and everyone else is going to play pool, and Angelina decides she doesn't want to play pool, she's going to go with the guys. And they do not want that. And she keeps saying, like, I'm going to go, whatever, and they're like, well, it's just MVP, and she's like, okay, so I'm going to go. 
And they're like, well, you know, why don't you go play pool? Like, she just is not getting it. She's like, I'll just go with you guys. And they're like, uh, uh. And eventually they have to sneak out. They, like, basically are like, hey, what's that over there? And then they run out the door and run down the street. She hasn't made up with them really yet, right? Like, Mike, I think well, Mike early in the so- show says he feels bad for her. But wasn't the last one the one where she slapped Polly? Or is that two episodes yeah. ago? No, it was last episode and the beginning of this episode. And then he told her when she apologized, he was like, listen, like, I forgive you, whatever. But, like, you're going to do you over there. I'm going to do me over there. Like, we're just going to stay out of each other's way. Blah, 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 blah. Like, he was very much like, listen, I'm not mad at you. I forgive you. But also, I'm just not going to fuck with you anymore. And then she's like, okay, so I'm going with you guys. Did, did they very upset about it. Did they mess with Vinny's eyebrows? Why does he look like that in the Wait, diary? hold on. Look at the diary session. He looks terrible. Maybe I just never hold looked on. at him straight on, but he looks very alien. The one where he's with the other guys or by himself? It's him and, I think, Polly in the room. Okay, let me see. Let me see when they get to... Um, yeah, am I, am I ahead of you? I might be ahead of you. No, 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 you're you're a little behind me, but then it never cut back to the scene you were talking about, so uh, I couldn't take a double look. He just looks kind of weird this whole show, this whole episode. He's a weird-looking dude, to, I, to be I, honest. I he's thought he was the, the most... I thought he was the cutest... I thought he was, he's, he's a cutie pie. He's a bit of a cutie pie. No. I don't like his profile. He has one of my least favorite nose profiles. Um, He has, like, downward sloping brows, which I cannot judge. I have sleepy eyes myself. Um, I hate how square he cuts his hairline. There's, like, a lot of things I don't like about it. He's not as tan as the other guys. Mm. If I had a hairline like that, I'd cut it square, too. I think that's just, that's a blessing. I think he just... Maybe. How else do you cut a hairline like that? Well, I just don't like when it's too crisp at the edges. Mm. I also don't like when men do that with their facial hair and they make it have really distinct lines. It's gross to me. And I hate when they do like a distinct line, like they have stubble and they do a distinct line like at the bottom of their head, neck, chin. And then you can see like there's other hair. They shave part bald and then they like, does that make sense? Uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's the, the Dominican barbershop style. Yeah, just let it be a little more natural. I, who needs crisp edges like that, let alone the guys who do the white walls where they shave the square? See, he's kind of got a little white wall. Vinny does. It, they shave it back. Mm. It just, I don't know. I don't, it's too angular. It I is like, very I'm, angular. I like a little more natural look. Have we seen this scene yet where he needs to get a haircut and then he's like, they have to find a black barber because he's yeah. got because of the texture of his hair, and so then they're like, "Oh, we're in the hood." Yeah, him Rather and uh, him and the... him and Ronnie went earlier in the episode. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like walking down a normal street, and they're like, "We're in the hood." Who knows? Maybe that was the oh my god fucking situation. The way he wears his pants so low. Just oh my so God. you can see his cum gutters. Yeah, you can see his veins. You can see you can see his, his upper dick veins. Yeah. When um Zachary and I were together, we would frequently um pull our pants down real low like that 
and go, you know, you know, that was our situation impression. Mm-hmm. Um, the, especially, like, the more he gets strung out on drugs in later seasons, the lower his pants are, and the more he kind of just stumbles around saying, you know. Uh, so that was that was our situation thing at home. That was our mating ritual. Uh, <laughs> which I guess if you have cum gutters like that, why pull your pants up? If you got it flaunt it like i that's part of the thing it's like they have amazing bodies are they natural who cares like yeah just yeah let them take their steroids and show off we were talking about hairlines and we missed the main part is they go to this club and they're having a hard time finding good looking chicks they're like we've never seen a club with so many grenades blah 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 but did you notice the age of the women in that club it was like MILF Central. Like they were good, they were in shape ladies, but they were like my age, which is old. <laughs> like there were just a lot of middle aged, uh, real housewife types. So they kind of, and then, and then I was thinking about you because I was wondering, like, do you get hit on by a lot of MILFs? Almost strangely less now. As I'm getting older, like I'm almost aging out of what they're looking for, which is not fair, which is not fair. Because with all due respect, you definitely, um, I could see you being MILF bait. Like I could see you walking into a club and like the ladies who got a nice divorce settlement kind of zero in on you. It was, and, and listen, I was doing myself a number of favors by going to the areas where I knew that there mm-hmm. was going to be some, some sad, lonely olds. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, yeah, but I will say, as, as I've gotten older, I mean, I've, I'm in a very happy relationship now for over a year, which means that I'm no longer in search of that. But I live in, I live yeah. in the valley now, which is like where all the people Mills. from, yeah, it's all the people that were like actresses 20 years ago are just like mm-hmm. chilling. Like, it's where it's where '90s uh, character actors go to die, basically. So, uh, there's there's no there's no uh, like lack of milfs in my vicinity. Yeah, that's kind of what I was figuring. Um, They took the youngest chicks they could find at the milf club home, and then at one point the situation splashes his face with water and comes to the realization they're in a hot tub full of grenades. Just as they find one of the girl's chicken cutlets from her bra comes floating across the hot tub. And they're all, like, throwing it back and forth and saying, what is this? Because this is when I think chicken cutlets were new. Um, I've never heard that that term before. Yeah, that's what they call them. You put them in your bra, like, under your boob to push it up. So then it looks like you've got, like, a full round breast. Um, it's basically a step stool for your titties, which is funny because then the next scene, Snooky's at the gelato shop and they have to get her a step stool because she can't see to reach into the case to scoop the ice cream because mm. she is too short and no one can see her over the counter. <laughs> so, you know, from titty step stools with chicken cutlets to the literal ones, that was a really nice transition. Good work. Good work mm-hmm. production. Well done. Well done. Um, and then the situation decides to, the, the ice cream shop is slow, so he goes out with his shirt off to drum up business, um, 
but I don't know if it's working. I think Snooky says it just looks like some creepy old dude is out front. <laughs> I remember what this is. My, I think my earliest memory of anything Jersey Shore was when he was told by the Abercrombie guy like not to wear their clothes anymore, like ever, like yeah. do not wear them. And I thought that was very funny um, because I used to wear Abercrombie and I thought it was funny that I could wear it, but the guy on TV but he couldn't, couldn't wear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is, they're bored, so Snooki puts, or he puts Snooki up on this camel statue, which doesn't really look like a camel. Like and a it was kind face. of brave of them because what if it collapsed? Yeah, it did look like a dog face. It was very weird. And then she's like, it hurts my vagina. And he goes, well, let me help you down. And she goes, no, I like it. (laughs) So, fun times. Oh, and Ronnie, okay, it's another night. Sam's staying home. The girls are going to do something. And this is like, Sam just is clearly depressed. She just likes to lay in bed. And so then she's like, well, Ronnie, stay home and just lay in bed with me. Someone needs to get Sam some uh, Wellbutrin. Because <laughs> she just, honestly, she just wants to lay in bed, and then anytime Ronnie wants to do something, she gets mad at him. Mm. Um, like, last season, they were on that boat, and she just was, like, standing at the top of the boat, and, like, everyone's dancing and partying and swimming, but she, like, didn't want him to leave her side. He wanted her to just, like, stand there and stare and be miserable and talk shit. Right. Um, so. Oh, they're going to clutch with a K. Clutch with a K. Ronnie has a nipple ring, which I know we've discussed, but, like, literally I just saw it, and it was like I saw it for the first time. Oh, my God. It was so shocking. Yeah, it, it, like, blinded me for a second there. I caught caught the light off the nipple ring. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure we've discussed it before, but it was, like, my mind let go of it. It did not spark joy, and I Marie kondo that information away. And then um, there it was again, so... Mm -hmm. And he's, uh, and then, so he's like, I'm going to go. He tells Sam he's going to stay in with her. And then he's like, oh, you should go out with the girls. I'll go out with the guys. Which means he's just failed the test that she's issued. (laughs) Which is fine because he's a failure. And I don't think he's ever passed any test. Drug test. Definitely not that. Definitely has not passed one of those. Um... That room is so claustrophobic. Yeah. And I say that as someone currently in a 450-square-foot apartment. Mm. That room is claustrophobic. It's also a, a shade of purple, like a nauseating shade of purple. I think it it, yeah, helps, it's like, It makes the walls feel smaller. Yeah, it's like a little girl's room purple. And then it's just like the area, there's like maybe 18 inches between Sam's bed and the wall. Actually, it might be a full two feet, but that whole area is full of shit. Just like piles of shit. <laughs> and she doesn't have a fitted sheet on her bed. What the no, fuck? No, she doesn't. No, she does not. What the fuck? Those pillows don't have pillowcases. Oh, I'm irate. We need Vinny's mom to come over and fix this shit. <laughs> That's it.
I hope all of these clothes are in a museum somewhere. I hope these are on display. Because this is just bottled up. It's the, it's the multiple, it's the different types of stripes. It's a shirt with a whole yeah. bunch of different stripe widths with a collar on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ronnie's shirt. It looks like something a lady playing tennis would wear. <laughs> yeah. Or like a, like a pool boy at a country club. Oh, yeah. And Jenny's still wearing her big earrings. Her and Smokey are out on a little girl date, and they've both brought their breasts. Um, it's really funny to watch like older shows like this because these ladies, they all have lip injections now. They all have big, juicy Kylie Jenner lips. But back when this was being filmed, they, um, they look like me. Like they have like Caucasian white lady, no lips. And it's very rare now that I get to see this sort of representation (laughs) Right, because they don't even get to this stage if they have lips like this. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a that's a discriminator that prevents you from even getting onto TV, probably. Oh yeah, no one would. If I tried out for a fucking reality show, they would say we would love to cast you, but we can't have you on television. No one's gonna know when you're talking because you don't have lips. Right. That is what they would tell me, and then I would have to go get lips so that I could get cast on um, Bad Girls Club Menopause Edition. Uh, (laughs) um, And then they're showing previews for next week, which is when we get to see the note. The note, the infamous note. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, shit. I can't wait. All right, well, you want to do this again sometime? Yeah, buddy.